of Interview with the Podcast Vampire, podcast retrospective on personal hero, Tom Cruise. This week, this month, let's be honest here, losing <laughs> it. The hottest comedy from the 80s is Space Facts. So I'm joined by dear friend. He's a writer. He knows all about the movie business. Jonesy loves beer. Welcome back to the show. I want your personal commitment that when I die, you will get the Jeff Allen band back together. And at my Irish wake, they will take the stage and jam a extra long version of losing it with a refrain written about my life in there. Deal. Easy, easiest deal I've ever. I want made. your your honest commitment that that will. I'm making happen. a commitment right now to make that happen at your at your death. Jeff Allen shouldn't be too hard to get a hold of. He is lurking the YouTube comments of his Jeff <laughs> Allen band YouTube video of this song. That is that's not even a joke. That's real life. He's the first comment on this song on YouTube. Dan underscore A, your VP of merch, Silver Fox. Lifelong, <laughs> <laughs> lifelong Tom Cruise fan. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Uh, it's it's great to be back, and what such a high note to be on right now. I mean, I had no clue about this movie, and then I see this beautiful masterpiece. It might be one of the best movies hey. I've ever seen. <laughs> Come on, I'm not. I am not making this up. It is a wonderful, wonderful film, and I. This feels like a movie that you like. None of us had seen, but you had seen in the in like you grew up with this movie, and you just would not shut up about it. That feels like one of these movies that you would like. I definitely see what yeah, I see what you're saying, and I after seeing it, this is definitely one of those ones where if it had ever been on my radar, I would have bought the VHS at Kmart with my dishwasher money from Flix Cafe. You know, <laughs> but yeah. That's it. Here we are again. I, Shelley Long. Age. She's she is absolutely ageless in this film. She could be fifty. She could be twenty five. I don't. I don't know what what age she is. She's like your favorite grandmother. Mm-hmm. Whatever she does, but losing it. Tom Cruise. You know, we're going through all of Tom's movies. We haven't really made it. You know, into that star power stage. To be honest, I don't know how his movie career continued after these movies that he's made he just stuck to it you never give up that's right you never give up. losing it my word what a movie using it abusing it if you will the lyrics i felt like i was being abused 
when I was watching this movie, <laughs> when I fell asleep during the final act and I had to rewatch it on the train this morning. <laughs> ah, yes. To see what I missed. Yes. Uh, Jonesy, what's losing it? Can he, can he get us into the mood right now? All right. I want you to think of such towering giants in the comedy slash brief nudity slash road trip films. Uh, I want you to think of Porky's. I want you to think of Revenge of the Nerds. I want you to think of American Pie, if you're a more modern connoisseur of this genre. And what you have is a early star vehicle by our namesake, Tom Cruise, and Tom, we trust, and uh, a early role for Rorschach of comic book fame, uh, Jeff Earl Healy, as his best friend Davis, it James Earl Healy. What I, I have Jeff Allen on the brain. I have Jeff Allen on my brain. I just want him to play at my funeral so badly. James Earl. Amazing. What the hell's his name? It's amazing. Can we clip that out? <laughs> Are you squealing right now, Jackie? I can't even get it right. Jackie Earl Healy. Holy smokes! I don't even no, think it's, it's Healy. I thought it's it was Jackie Haley. Earl Haley. <laughs> The Jackie is Jackie Earl Haley band. We, we Jackie we, we Earl. We can't even go on. Let's just wrap it up. I the music again. I mean, I was ready to jump in where you when you said, get, you know, think of your ultimate comedy cast. You said, and then at that point, you should have said, and then do the opposite. Get Jackie well, Earl I, Haley. I did want to get Dale all riled up. Apparently, this was his uh, pick for best best picture this year. Uh, losing it. <laughs> So let's Jeff let's Healy. let's let's rein it in <laughs> before Jeff Healy gets upset. Uh, yeah, I don't want him to Rorschach me. All right, so my cheeks hurt from laughing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna power through this. Uh, Tom leads a ragtag band of teenagers uh, south of the the border to TJ Tijuana, if you will, uh, with the prime focus of losing their virginity. Because I know when I was a young man, I. I wanted to lose it to a dirty Tijuana hooker. I mean, that was my magical first time I was hoping for. So along the way, they stop at this convenience store to get some road snacks. And they witness a fight between Shelly Long and her husband as they, you know, they're talking about, um, you know, is he having an affair? She storms out, uh, gets in their convenience store delivery van. And as she's driving away, she crashes in the front door of the place. You know, there's, there's a, you know, a lot of extravaganza going on. Uh, she sees the boys trying to pull away, and she's like, let me come with you. I'm like, well, look, we're going to Tijuana. She's like, fine, that's where I'll go to get my divorce. Because little known fact, you can go to Tijuana and get legal American divorces uh, in Mexico. Uh, startling. She, call, she in fact, really, called but, it a Tijuana divorce. A yeah, thing. a quickie, a quickie Tijuana divorce. Uh, she'll be a TJ divorcee. Uh, thank you. you. Can have that in place of the Jackie Earl Healy audio that I'm hope. Hopefully, you're going to cut the Jeff Earl episode. Healy. Jeff, Jeff, uh, the Jeff, the what is that? The, uh, the comedic Giles. stylings of <laughs> Jeff Earl Healy. Uh, you know my favorite actor, the Jay Giles band. Uh, so they get to Tijuana. And they fall apart morally, comedically, reprehensibly. You know, they're drinking underage. They're hitting, 
you know, brothel after brothel, what? you know, just trying to get All a right. look at the merch. They're in Tijuana, okay? That's exactly, you're, you're like, you sound like, uh, uh, I don't know, somebody coming to my door to tell me about the Bible. You, you're, they went to oh, Tijuana. Okay. Underage or not, that's absolutely what they're doing. You know, I wanted to ask you a question. Was this what Tijuana was like in the 80s, Dale? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that big no a hole, Dale. There he goes again. <laughs> so, they find a, a brothel to their liking. You know, at this point, uh, Dave's younger brother is staying with the car. Wendell. And, uh, Wendell. And uh, Shelly Long is, you know, getting her quickie divorce. And they, all three of them, uh, you know, start going at it with these Tijuanese um, hookers, except for Tom. You know, he's got the heart of gold. Uh, you know, he's in a complete 100% khaki suit. Tom, who in fact almost slept with a hooker that looked like the Golden Girls' Rue McClanahan. Yeah, she was ancient. With black uh, hair. But she, uh, or rather he, you know, he's like, I can't do it. I'm too nervous. This isn't right. And the, you know, hooker with a heart of gold is like, you don't even need to pay me. You know, you don't hurt my feelings. Like, just go out there and live your life. And your uh, life. <laughs> he he ends up meeting up with mm-hmm. Shelly Long again, yeah. you know, and uh, also with Spider. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's his Christian given name is, is one of their, their foursome. And Spider's kind of being a J and, uh, you know, Tom and he getting a little, you know, kerfuffle scruffle over Shelly Long and uh, he splits and Tom and Shelly are left to walk the Tijuana night where they eventually become one Mm -hmm. in a cheap by the hour Tijuana motel room. Uh, Other plots involve uh, Dave, uh, Jackie, Earl, Haley for the win uh, trying to track down a I don't know if you want to call it non-existent or a legendary aphrodisiac called Spanish fly that he's going to use on all his female victims because this guy is like one Spanish fly away from a full-on date rape on somebody. (laughs) And then you have, uh, you know, poor Spider, just not loved by anybody, looking to drink beer and get in the fights. And uh, eventually, you know, all these plot threads come together in a yakety sax chase scene at the climax of the film and everybody ends up losing it both metaphorically and sexually and the moral of the story is <laughs> i guess all... do they to just we're everybody we're to tape. just lose your your whole life uh and that is the convoluted plot of losing it now, you guys, I mean, I don't know what your problems are, but you're making it out like you didn't have fun watching this movie. <laughs> no, I had fun. That was not an issue. I totally had fun. I disagree. I did not have a whole lot of fun are watching Are you serious? This. this was this was like watching paint dry. What? It felt like nobody with any kind of movie-making expertise was involved at all. Did, did, so who, first of all, I mean, you start with the casting. Who in their right mind cast that dude as Spider? Yeah. I was tougher than Spider. 
hands down. I could have mopped the floor with that well, guy. Well, he was a pretty boy. Is, is, that, is that why you think he turned in his wings and couldn't go to Top Gun? Because that was Merlin from Top Gun. Don't you dare Jester. question spiders. Are you out there, Jester? Not I, good. Jack, Jackie Earl Haley. From the, from the comedy me. silence of the Bad News Bears. Fresh <laughs> off of that. He just was so... He was shady, squirrely 101. He was doing his Jimmy Stewart impression this entire film. Wouldn't trust Mary. him as far as I could throw him. I, I wanted to see him get, you know, tased by these Tijuana's, Taiwanese. The, um... That is not racist. Actually, generally, when someone says that, it is racist, so I'll apologize. The, um... Why was it... Why did it take place in the 60s? Like, why not just make it? Did the was Tijuana not a sex drug den in That's, the 80s? They couldn't have just made this take place in the 80s. Uh, I think somebody just got a hold of a 57 Bel Air and just decided to make it about Without the 60s. Without that Bel Air, the movie is nothing. That you're probably right. It brings the whole s- movie together. I mean, you could still do the movie with a Bel Air. Bel Airs are still hot in the 80s. I, I guess not you know, hot enough. Because the thing is, because the the st- the grocery store's delivery van didn't look like a van from the six, 60s or 50s. No, it's definitely that looked like an, an 80s A-team van. That was like an 85, you know, <laughs> we have candy in the back yeah. van. Chevy Astro van. I, I mean, I, honest to God, thought this was, I mean, this is like a typical 80s, this is like Porky's. I don't think it's no better or no worse than Porky's or Revenge of the Nerds. I think it was. I thought it was great. Hmm. I mean, Jackie Earl Haley you, was just the hornball of the bunch. Like he was legit the hornball, but it was creeper. all goofy, good fun. But uh, I mean, going to rape I've a girl a with film. Spanish fly. I mean, <laughs> a date raper, all a good fun. <laughs> I mean, that was that was all the rage in the sixties, right? Uh, for for uh, teenage boys, movie, it's always all the rage. This movie seesawed between trying to be a dark moral no, tale. It, didn't. it never and then seesawed no, no. back in a zany comedy. It never, and, never uh, went there. Instant. No. Oh, no, come on. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know, support your what point. Shit, like what is going the the whole for me the the A and B plots. It's like two A plots. That Shelley Long was just gallivanting around in Tijuana by herself for half the movie, and then meets up with the boys again. Like I just didn't understand why I cared about Shelley Long walking around like longingly, and then she gets with Tom, sweetheart. Obviously, you know the real character name Woody. Obviously, a great choice for the character name Woody. And they meet up. He's a sweetheart. They go to this kind of ritzy. One hour hotel in Tijuana to make love, and it's just the one that you know. It's obviously his first time that he just like disrobes, looking the other direction before they get at it, and then she ends up getting back with her husband at the end. Spoilers. Yeah, how Spoilers. about that super awkward scene at the Mexican border, which he just happens to be driving by, and she goes back to Tom, and pretty much Frenches him for like a five to seven second Frencher. Right, and the husband's just like looking. How at big? It. How big is Tijuana? Can someone answer me that question? That sh- that you're what, driving down one street and you see your husband going knocking on these burlesque doors. It, it and can't the, be, and you see him at the border at the end. I don't like. I would on. guess. First I would of guess all, Tijuana's not that big. 
Why is he immediately like, all right, she's going to Tijuana to get a divorce. She's probably at a whorehouse now. Right. That's where I should start my search. That was totally a, oh, hey, yeah, I was looking for you. No. Moment. Okay. He's like knocking on doors of, you know, these, the hooker house, asking if his wife is there. Is that going to be the first place you would look for your wife in Tijuana? It was a burlesque, it was a Polynesian themed. She doesn't look like she enjoys that stuff. It was a tea bar. Dale, you need to bring this podcast back on the rails and just tell us why you love this film. I mean, do you have points written down that you can be like, these are the moments why this is so great? I, I'm trying. I was just, I, no, I, I didn't because I thought we'd be all <laughs> locked in arm in arm <laughs> running down the street, crossing the Mexican border into Tijuana into podcast Spanish fly heaven. What, one of my notes here is Jeep doesn't need to crash. Uh, there's a running joke in this film where uh, Spider is constantly running in with some U.S. Army privates that are like down in Tijuana to also get some on when they're on leave. And they are, uh, you know, they are, they're getting their fisticuffs. He calls uh, the one guy deep breath. I mean, that was the only laugh out loud moment I thought in the whole oh film. Is when he calls the Army private a deep breath. And uh, but at the end, during the comedic car chase, uh, the Bel Air kind of rips around a corner, and the Jeep, which is at a stop sign, sees the people. Like he's like, "That's them," and then he's driving to a billboard for no reason. Like they weren't put off course. Uh, Those like, things don't have brakes. There was a competent person behind the wheel, and they're like, "Oh my God, you've yelled behind me. Let me now switch from brake to gas and comedically drive to that billboard." I mean, almost as ridiculous as the Wendell saves Dave from the crane and blowtorch scene uh, a few minutes before. Dale, you're Dale, your thoughts? Gene Slimskull and Jonesy loves Ebert over here. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. I why can't you just have fun in your hearts? It's not it, obviously it, it wasn't. I'm, I love fun movies. One of my favorite movies is Scary Movie Two. Oh, that's a hands that's down a one movie. of the funniest that's movies I've ever seen. Movie. Jensi, do you like Porky's? You like Revenge of the Nerds movies? Uh, they're not my cup of tea. Uh, come, but a coming joke that you've never seen them because you weren't born uh, <laughs> early enough. Me, on the other hand, the 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 worst scene in the movie that made me irritated, like I was absolutely <laughs> irritated after I woke up from a, a quick nap, was when <laughs> well, first of all, Jackie Earl Haley, this kind of this guy that should be in prison. There's no doubt in my mind that this character was not in prison for the rest of his life after this movie. He did something to someone illegal. He brings his younger brother to Tijuana. His younger brother to Tijuana. That's stop one. So afterward, yeah, the movie ends. They were kids. They were teenage boys. I yeah. don't know. You know, Dave, Dave actually starred in the little-known follow-up sequel called Losing It 2, Abusing It, <laughs> where he beats his wife for the majority of the film. Yeah. He sticks Spanish fly Advil's dinner throat. <laughs> he... The end of the movie, they they meet up with the same military guys. They're back in the states, you know. Finally, they 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 escape the corrupt cops in Tijuana, and they go to have a nice little sandwich. And those the military guys are there, so they have a food fight. Obviously, the food fight he kicks in. I get classic eighties movie food fight. But then Wes Wendell. Wendell walks outside. 
you know, he's he can't take it anymore. He's had enough of this stuff. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall at the end of the movie and he yeah. shrugs his shoulders. And then that, yeah, was that weird. I don't even think that was that was weird. That wasn't even the part that made me angry. He he shrugs his shoulders. All right, freeze frame on the shoulder shrug to end the movie. Cut it right there. They don't cut it there. He 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 puts his shoulders down and he looks back again. He yeah. turns his yeah. head. Most, Who is editing this movie? <laughs> you cut it at the shoulder shrug. You know you what? Let it go for three more seconds when he's just looking around looking for something to do. You know what I wanted was the classic freeze the person and then do the two line blurb of how they ended up. You know, like uh, <laughs> Wendell died two months <laughs> later during a drug bust or something. When, like that. Wendell contracted tuberculosis <laughs> at a Tijuana brothel and died shortly after. You know, Dave started a Spanish fly aphrodisiac rape club. You know, spiders on death row for murdering a pair of nuns. I mean... It would have been funny if they all died within six months (laughs) of the, you know, of that event. That would have been pretty funny. The movie would have been just a hundred times. You know, Woody experienced two months of Montezuma's revenge. I mean, it's... I wish... I don't know I wish we had... I wish we had the time to do a movie podcast where we would watch, you know, Revenge of the Nerds oh or God. the other Porky's, one Porky's one through five, whatever. I would love to do that, but this is all we have. This is all we have, losing it. You know, uh, all we have. IMDb trivia, this was actually marketed overseas as Porky's three because they didn't think the film was strong enough to stand on its own. No. Go to really? IMDb That's right now. Isn't there a Porky's three already or wasn't there? Maybe it was. Uh, maybe that was made after this or something. Maybe L- yeah, it released as Porky Three in Brazil. I want you guys to uh, check your tour dates because after I saw, I'm being honest to God, truth here. Even though he was a dirtbag, the lounge singer inside of the Polynesian themed tea bar with the racist songs. I was so impressed with his showmanship that I had to find out who he was. And he is a man with a career who does exactly what he did in that movie. And he is still touring to this day. And he just does dirty Tony songs. Bennett. He does dirty <laughs> songs, yeah, for comedy, like at bars and stuff. His name is John Val- Valby. If you, I want you to legit look for his name and go to his website. It is straight from 1996, this website. Like there's no, it still has frames. Like there's no oh, drop down yeah. menus. It's got everything you could think of concentrated in one. It's even got a uh, spoilers, not safe for work. There is a picture of uh, some T's in the header image that he signed. I mean, he's dirtbag, but he is in the he's he's up in the northeast somewhere. He's crawling around Massachusetts, New York area right now. I swear, if he was coming to Philadelphia, I would go see him. Losing it. I mean, that was the best part. The best part of the movie was the, the song. The theme song so was catchy. jamming. I don't know what they're abusing, though, in the song. They're, I'm not sure what D's, that means. Obviously. Oh, Jonesy, they're abusing. Come on. I mean, Jonesy, that's, that point. that's just too much. Come on. Yeah, okay, Dale. Little, you just jump on anything. Here. Just keep that focus off yourself there. The losing it lever. 818, your YouTube comment. ID. The, easily the most divisive Tom mm. movie we've watched so far. Mm. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. I, now, I, I will tell you, I am happy about this film because I feel like this is kind of an audition for Risky Business. Mm. 
And, you know, the fact that he could shoulder the lead in a Porky-ish movie, you know, he was ready for the next level in Risky Business. So, like, you have to be happy about the this film in that regard, right? Shelley Long, right? Want to get some credibility? What do you think about uh, Shelley Long as a leading lady? Uh, I was happy when she left Cheers. <laughs> That's all I have to say. So you like her as a leaving lady? <laughs> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. I mean, is there any any other closing statements we want to hear from Dale about losing it? Obviously, he's upset. We didn't have the same opinions on losing it. That's yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It wasn't for you. It was for me. No, that's that's the name of that tune. You know what I mean? In the end, I can't get too mad because it wasn't for you. This is going to go right. down as our most controversial <laughs> interview of the podcast. Most controversial. <laughs> John C. just is an epi- epic episode for you all over the place. You would think that I have no command over the English language of the way I spoke in this episode. Next Tom episode, all the right moves. Mm, all right. We're getting there. We are getting there. We're getting there. real close. Oh, I mean, yeah. After all the right moves, we got Risky Business, oh. Legend, Top Gun, The Color of Money, Cocktail, Rain Man. Just read them. Oh, God. You take we're, that beret off. We're finally getting there, guys. Yeah, we're getting there. God, I can't wait. We'll see everybody next time. Armin. You just pump that, pump that song as loud as you can in my ear, earphones. Out of the border.